0: Welcome to the Covering Ground Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Wheeler. All my friends call me Wheels, so you can too, and I'm so excited to share this with you. This podcast explores the psychology of action versus inaction, why some people can set goals and achieve them while others can't, and how to start even if you don't know where to begin. You'll be hearing from people at all stages of their journeys, from entrepreneurs just starting out, to artists who've achieved unparalleled success. I'll be sharing ideas on how to manage resistance, procrastination environment, and energy to help you take the steps necessary to get to where you want to be. I'll also be sharing my own journey in the messy behind-the-scenes process you don't always get to see. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get started and cover some ground. Welcome to The Tread, the show where I give you a little useful nugget of information that will help you gain traction in your business, in your creative endeavor and in your life. And today I want to talk about a little thing that plagues all of us whether we want it to or not. And I like to call it new shoe woes. New shoe woe rolls right off the tongue. Or in psychology it is negative bias. And how I like to think about it is When you get that fresh, new pair of shoes, you take them out, you smell them, you put your foot in, they're so cozy and clean, and you wear them outside, and you get one little speck of dirt on that new shoe. And I don't know about you, but it drives me crazy. My Fresh Kicks! just got tainted with a little piece of dirt. And even when I wipe it off, there could be the faintest sign that something was there. And then for a while until my shoes get really dirty, it's the only thing I can see. So when I look down at these shoes, I just see that little speck of dirt and I notice that imperfection. Other people don't notice it at all all. They're like, Hey, fresh kicks. What's up? Love those new shoes. How fast can you run in those new shoes? They don't say that to you if you're over like five, but I wish they did because I can run so fast. And that's how we tend to be with literally everything in life. It's called negative bias. And it's our tendency to not only register negative stimuli more readily, but to also dwell on those things. It's also called positive negative asymmetry where we can have so many great things happening, but one negative thing is going on and we feel the weight of that way more than all the positive things. And it can be like that because negative emotions usually involve more thinking, more processing, more rumination. And we tend to spend more time on the negative things than the positive, where positive feels great in the moment and negative we can carry with us for extended periods of time. So they feel really heavy in our lives. And I was thinking about these things because I am the fitness director at Mark Fisher Fitness, which is a crazy unicorn dildo gym in New York City. And over the past couple of weeks, I had to do end of year reviews for our staff. We do peer reviews across the board and they also review me. And not only do we do like a rating of one to 10, but we ask questions like, what is something this person crushes? What is something that is maybe in their periphery that they're not noticing or opportunities for growth? And then just general overall comments. And our team is incredible. Our coaches respect each other. We really feel like this cohesive unit. So people will give honest feedback and our team scored higher than they ever have before. Like we are a solid team. And with every single one of the coaches when I did their reviews, which were basically all nines and tens with wonderful things to say, and I asked what they thought about those things, literally every coach went straight to the thing where their peers said there was opportunity for growth or maybe bringing to light something that they weren't aware of. Nobody was overwhelmed with joy about all the wonderful things that were being said about them. It was like, oh yeah, that one thing, I could see how that one thing could be better. And I know negative bias is a thing and that it happens. And sure enough, when the business owners did my review that my peers did for me, I was so blown away because my entire team gave me tens across the board and said wonderful, wonderful things. And when they asked me how I felt about it, my mind went right to, oh yeah, the clubhouse could be a blind spot for me. Maybe I'm not spending enough time there. Maybe I need to do X, Y, and Z more without acknowledging literally anything else that was said. <laughs> and, and my bosses were like, but like, you got all 10s, like, do you feel good about it? Like, are, do you feel excited? And I was like, oh, yeah, but you know, I definitely could be in the clubhouse more I could. <laughs> and it was just a hilarious moment of me noticing how everybody on our team did that and how I did literally the exact same thing. So how can we combat this when our brains are kind of wired to weigh the negative or spend more time on the negative versus the positive? I was listening to a podcast recently with Ramit Seti, and he was talking about reviewing his team that he oversees, and he was sharing that when he was doing his reviews, there was an employee who was like 95% nailing it and 5% not nailing it, and he was talking with one of his peers about this employee, and they said if it's 95% positive and only 5% negative or room for improvement, then spend 95% of your time praising the person on the things they're doing great and spend 5% of the time talking about the things that they're not doing great. And he said that before that had not occurred to him, he was going to tell the person the great things that they did very quickly at the beginning, and then spend the bulk of the time on how they can improve the 5% of the things. And in that moment, a light bulb went off, and he was like, oh my gosh, yes, why would it be anything other than that? And I think we can take the same thing and apply it to our lives. As we are dealing internally with our negative bias towards ourselves, the things that we see are wrong, that new pair of shoes with a one speck of dirt, can we spend the majority of our time, our brain space, our energy, our emotions, on the things that we crush on the things that are great, that we need to do more of and less time, highlighting and focusing on the things that we think are not good or where we have room for improvement. Now that doesn't mean we shouldn't focus on the things that we need to improve. We absolutely should. But if you're someone who looks internally and beats yourself up over the smallest things, when 99% of the time or 99% of the things that you're taking action on you are crushing, can you praise that? Can you put energy and effort into those things? Acknowledge the other thing, but don't spend the majority of your time there. Cut yourself some slack. I promise you, your mindset will shift. You'll start to feel excited about your work and the value that you bring. Don't have that new shoe, woe. Let that speck of dirt go. Nobody else is gonna notice it, and you still have those fresh new kicks. If you found value in this, or if you think a friend could benefit from listening to this, please share it with them. If you've enjoyed this at all and you wanna give it a five-star rating or leave a review on iTunes, that would be so meaningful to me. Remember, negative bias is real but are you giving it appropriate weight for all the awesome things you are doing in your life recognize and call out the good stuff and cover some ground.